1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Group Text. We have a great, great show today. Of course, my partner in crime, Sabrina Miller. And we're going to be talking about dating, love in the time of quarantine. And we have three amazing guests. Patty Stanger, who, come on, no introduction necessary. (laughs) Millionaire matchmaker, woman about town. Internet sensation. What else can I say about you, Patty? Um, that I love your mother. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Preeti Joshi, you are the VP of strategy for, and I have so many questions for you. The VP of strategy for Bumble. Tons yes. of questions for you. And someone who's <laughs> going to try and help us not screw up all of our relationships as much as possible, Susan Winter. Who is a relationship expert? We got an we got girl power going on today. Yay! Yeah, I love this. So, Patty, right off the bat, you are Mm -hmm. the queen of matchmaking. Oh my god! Yeah, what the hell is going on with your business right now?
2: Um, we're a little different than Bumble, which by the way, I want to give a shout out to Bumble for writing the letter and telling everyone to video date, which they have on their system. I'm a big fan of Whitney's when she started this company. And no other app is doing that. I mean, the league is, but they don't have that many people. So to video date and not break quarantine, Tinder, I'm talking to you. A lot of people are breaking quarantine. It's really scary, Mary, right now. And they're using like, hey, if you really want to meet me and if you really want to have a relationship when this is over, how about we just meet up six feet apart and then the cocktails ensue? You know what I mean? So Bumble is really being very, very smart. I will give them that. My business is a little different. Um, What are your clients doing? Well, my clients, if they've met already, I can't do anything about it. I'm not fixing anyone up. Have (laughs) they (laughs) met (laughs) you? But I'm not not fixing anyone up until quarantine's over because I don't trust them. Um, Also, because you can get sued. what Which nobody's talking about. Yes, you can get sued. For giving corona, which is what happened in the AIDS crisis. I grew up in the AIDS crisis in New York in the 80s, and people sued each other for getting AIDS. So we're not taking any chances. So we're saying your membership is on hold until we get notification from the government. We're allowed to, you know meet up. And that's what we're doing. And by the way, Susan, I'm a huge fan of yours. I watch you on YouTube all the time, by the way. Oh,
3: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. You
1: have really good advice. Really good advice. Oh,
3: sweetie. Thank you so much. I adore you.
1: Thank you. Obviously dating apps are blowing up right now. I'm assuming the numbers are up. The numbers are up 64%
2: as of yesterday because I'm doing a special with TMZ at the end of the week. But divorce is up 40% and they've been calling their attorneys from quarantine. Preeti, what are you
1: seeing? Are you, I'm assuming that you guys yeah. are blowing up.
0: Oh, yeah. We are seeing really, really exciting trends. Patty, first of all, thank you so much for the really kind words about everything that Bumble is doing. And y'all, we are, I'm so happy to be here. This is such a (laughs) wonderful conversation for
4: us to be having.
0: Wait a minute. Um, She
4: just said, y'all, you just warmed my heart.
0: (laughs) And I can guarantee you this won't be the last time. And people, you know, you're both from Texas. Yes. Yes both from both from texas and and i'm sitting in austin texas right now so you know it really really finds its way into into all my conversation but you know what's really exciting so uh patty was absolutely right bumble is actually the only uh dating app out there that has video chat and voice call in our platform and so you know if you guys remember back March thirteenth, when the U.S. was uh, kind of declared a state of emergency, um, we looked at how many people were using voice and video call the feature then, and then we compared it to the last week in March to kind of see what was happening. And y'all, eighty four percent increase in the number of video calls and voice calls um, wow. over that time period. I mean, users are really, really interested in getting to know one another. But of course, doing it in a safe, very socially distant, very respectful way.
1: Susan, what about that? Do you think this is in the long run going to help people finding someone because you're being forced, you know, a little bit in an old fashioned way to get to know each other before you jump into bed?
3: Well, I, I love anything that slows down the pace and actually allows you to get to know a person and create a foundation. Because if you put the sex on top and then you try and figure out where you're going, that's where the crisis happens. That's why you've got so many upset people. And I know Patty uh, is a proponent of this kind of thinking. You have to get to know somebody. And what I love about the video app is you can't have a filtered photo. I mean, you're actually going to see them. I look worse on video, right? I look better on HD camera. but. On on my phone, I look horrible. I, I don't know what it, What is it about the phone? It just looks god awful. But I think it's nice to be able to see what you're getting and to start to communicate. It is old school, but it's a foundational principle that actually has real, uh, it has a lasting power to it.
1: Patty and Preeti, are you seeing different questions being asked? Are you seeing profiles shifting? No, I think what's happening is you can't hide anymore. So there's
2: no hiding. Yeah. So when I was the uh, director of marketing for Great Expectations, the oldest dating service, before we had apps, we wanted to do video dating. But people love to hide. The millennials don't want to hide. So the millennials are in this, like, take me as I am. If you don't like it, F you, right? So they were the ones that started the movement, I want to not get catfished, like that famous Sean. Mm-hmm. Need show and they want to see the real deal. So I think that everyone's going to start making video chat on their platforms of the other apps. There's not that many apps. Absolutely. I mean, to be honest with you, plenty of room for more apps. Totally I got a business sector, these business where you only have like 10 apps and you're done. But what I think's happening is they're taking the script away. Now on Tinder, there is no profile. You can put up a picture with the dick pic and there's nothing up there. The only one that really had a great profile was Bumble because they I wrote to Whitney and I said, Can I have his height? Can I know how tall he is? Can I know his occupation? I don't wanna know what college he went to. I wanna know his occupation. and she really took my two cents and started to add more to the profile, which nobody else does. Maybe the league. I don't see Happen and Hinge doing it. None of that match.com apps do it. My question for you is
0: You know, person, you know what's really exciting is that um, what we've also done recently to to help with all of the virtual dating that's happening is we've expanded our distance filters. And so we're seeing that users are, you know, maybe swiping from home because they can't be on college campuses or they've left the city to go stay with parents. And so they still want to stay connected to the community that they eventually will be dating in, but they can't. Exactly. So we've extended the distance filter. So now you can search in the entire country for the love or the mate of your, you know, now or for forever. So that I think is really exciting. And then the other thing that we've just introduced is this concept called the virtual date badge. And that actually, it's to exactly what you're saying, Patty. It helps other users understand more about you as a Bumble user and says, hey, I'm actually open and ready to video chat or to voice call with you. Like, let's get to know one another in the time that we're in today. And so it's just sharing more information and helping millennials, Gen Z, all generations, quite frankly, like do that. I also think it's a time saver. So I think it's cutting the fat out. So in
2: the old days of dating, we'd have to chat on the phone, get notes to, you know, maybe the guy can ask you out right away. It could take two, three calls. He'd ask you out and, you know, eventually go to the next level. So now we're just like, I don't trust my instincts anymore based on a picture or as I call them, the fuzzies, the photo of the old photo from days in the 80s but the true religious (laughs) genes, those people. So now I want to know that what I'm getting is what I see. And then it cuts the fat, whether I want to put hair and makeup on and roll out to the bar to meet him. So now you can't Mm -hmm. do that. Now you really got to connect like Love is Blind, like Kinetic did for Netflix, this TV show, and really connect on a deeper soul level. Okay, my question Mm -hmm. though is this.
1: Do you think the priorities of what people are going to be looking for moving forward are gonna shift?
2: Yes and no, Hmm. depends what age age groups are gonna change that. How? I I don't think millennials are gonna, it's not gonna phase them as much. It's going to phase the older generation who have made their money, settled into their house, and said, I don't want to ever go through quarantine because we might be in this for 18 months. We don't know. We, because of <laughs> what it's going to take to get us the vaccine. And there's a, I mean, I know a lot of epidemiologists on the front lines right now, so I talk to them constantly. So if that's the case, okay, and if Georgia, Texas, and all the rest of those states, people start dying, they're going to pull back the veil and say, You know, Trump made a mistake, right? Right. So the point I'm saying is you never want to go through quarantine as a single person at this age because God forbid you get sick and you don't have someone to haul your ass to the hospital. God forbid you go through this mental breakdown. You've got depression. (laughs) There's a lot of things people are going through.
4: (laughs) Okay, Okay. Patty, Patty, I don't mean to disrupt you, but you need to get out of Melissa's business.
2: (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. What can I say? But it but it's true. I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. I think, Patty, we've just exposed all your fears. I have a lot of fears. <laughs> I'm alone. I'm alone in my
2: house. I'm not I'm not t- I'm not saying I'm not alone. I'm totally alone. In my oh house. my god. But I'm also saying, like, have you ever have any of you, well, you guys live in Texas, but I grew up half the time in Florida and I went through Hurricane Andrew, where you didn't have electricity, you didn't have water, it was terrifying, price gouging on ice. And I always said, I'm never going through a hurricane. It alone again, and I never did. I had the best sex I ever had in Florida, so I never was alone in Florida. Now I'm going to say this about quarantine.
4: Yeah, no. Oh, you know,
0: you know what else I think is also going to happen is I think people are going to be more vulnerable and more open and more willing to like to share because back to all of that, fatty. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wants to be alone um, during this time. I mean, you know, I feel like if you think about you know, cuffing season and all of the things that come with that, especially up in the Northeast, mm-hmm. where kind of right around Thanksgiving, folks start to say, oh, but wait, who am I going to settle down with
1: for the winter? Or, the, I- or with college kids, the turkey drop. When people come <laughs> home from college and you get rid of your boyfriend or girlfriend that is not in the same school with you? It's called Got the turkey drop. It. To
2: have the fling for the Christmas season. Absolutely. Yeah, the turkey Very drop. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this
3: is coronavirus cuffing season. People are going to all lengths to connect and even to find an isolation buddy. Craigslist had a proliferation of ads looking for somebody to hook up. You know, that just like, come spend the time with me. I'm a 73-year-old guy. I don't have COVID. <laughs> Be with me. I live in Queens. It, how, does, how do
2: we know he doesn't have COVID, though? How do we know, I know that? I know,
3: I know, because there's no testing, right? Yeah, I know. I'm not coughing. Yes. <laughs> no fever. <laughs> yeah,
2: right, right. So, but then there are people who don't have symptoms that are the Yes. Care?
3: That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, Susan?
0: Asymptomatic carriers. Yes. Yeah. Susan, Somebody's-
2: you're going to te- go on these dates next time. You're going to do temperature checks. Please, oh, okay. please Please give me your, your, your forehead, you know? And there will be
4: no anal temperature checks. You stick oh, the forehead or do it orally. Oh, dear God we just as We went there. Some of y'all might do it.
1: So Susan, Susan, you have to
2: do it in the salons. They're doing it in the salons, which makes no sense because one person works on another person, but the other people have to check in with temperature before they hit the salon. And in order to get our nails done, we have to give our temperature. So you Susan, to, are
4: you guys all go into. I hear you, Melissa. Okay. I'm here. You guys,
1: everyone, stop. We are getting off <laughs> track. Susan. Yes. <laughs> Sabrina, yes. you just keep that anal question to yourself. I just asked. Melissa, you know you wanted to ask. No, I didn't. I didn't. didn't. Melissa, yes no, you I didn't. It all over your face. <laughs> I didn't want to know that. So Susan, what are we seeing? What are people struggling with? I mean, I assume that I actually am just launching a social media site called Love Quarantine Style.
3: Oh, great. And we're
1: taking in stories of of love and dating all about during quarantine. And my running joke is in January 2021, we're going to launch new baby quarantine style. So what are people finding out about each other? I assume that people are finding out the good and the bad. And well, then couples
3: you- that are sequestered together are, yeah. you know, as Patty said, astronomical amounts of divorce papers are being sent in electronically. But you know so <laughs> And then you're every- stuck
1: by the way, and then you're stuck in the same house.
3: Oh God. I know. And then trying to create a psychic space, not just physical space, but you know, you know how when you're in a room with your partner and you feel them, like they want you to do something for them or they want you to go away or they want you to make them coffee or Or, you just feel like when you you can't can't get away from them,
1: like when you can't stand hearing them breathe.
3: Yeah. So um, everybody's anxiety level is elevated as it is. So imagine now it's compounded and then all the fears are compounded. So for people before the quarantine that didn't have a partner, they're going like, oh my God, I didn't have one before, I had bad luck, now I'm never gonna have one, it's gonna be months until I can date. Then you've got people that just met somebody right before the quarantine, they're like, oh my God, they're gonna forget about me. How do I keep in touch? Um, And then you've got people, oh, oh, and then there's a whole nother thing. Let me know if you ladies have experienced this, the rise of the exes. Exes from 12 years ago. Hey, just checking in, how are you? I had
2: one yesterday. Okay. Like, oh. Okay. How I many years? I forgot about back? him. I'm like, who are you? Right. Did how I many? Meet you?
3: <laughs> how many years back was that, Patty? Uh,
2: about 14 years. Oh,
3: still has and your number.
2: He's not from LA. He's from Miami. Good sex with this one. And I'm like, aren't <laughs> you married? He's like, no, I've been divorced for three years. And I thought about you because you were the best sex I ever had. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, send me a picture. And then we start. We're gonna we're gonna FaceTime on Friday. I love that, Patty's
1: like, I, like Ooh. I was the best sex he ever had.
3: Yeah. yeah she owns it yeah. big, everyone but is I,
2: horny when you have so much downtime on your hands you can't physically work okay you're watching lots of video Pornhub is up through the sky you get horny and the vibrator can only cut it so far you know well so men are going crazy men are going crazy they're going crazy from my client's perspective on the date coaching and the relationship side they're like you know, they're millionaire men. They're used to getting everything yesterday. They're not used to having no sex right. for six weeks. So they're going crazy. They're like, how long do you think this is going to last? And, you know, I'm calming them down. I'm teaching them meditation. I do transcendental meditation. I'm teaching them how to channel the Kundalini inward, not outward. You know what I mean? <laughs> Basically. there, <laughs> are
1: you actually having to, not with, you know, invading people's personal space, are you guys having to be really careful to flag Mm. that people aren't posting or doing things that are really inappropriate?
0: Yeah. So, you know, what we're, what we have in app is we've created a community that is expecting everyone to stay, you know, hold one another accountable and kind and respect one another. And so we've always kind of made sure that profile pictures and that all of the Words that are either used in profiles or in chats are monitored for hate speech or lewd photos or things that are inappropriate, or even quite frankly, catfishing, right? Um, What we launched about a year ago actually is something called Private Detector. And it's this AI technology that enables users to basically confirm whether there is an unsolicited lewd photo that is coming their way. And so it'll come in through their message, um, right? If they've already started chatting with someone, and then that photo will come through blurred. And it's up to the user, the recipient to basically say, hey, this is exactly where our relationship is meant to go. I want to see this and unblur it so that they can enjoy and kind of move the conversation in that direction. Or if they feel like it's unsolicited and a lewd photo that they feel uncomfortable about, it feels abusive, they just feel it's inappropriate, they can block the photo and block the user so that their privacy is basically protected and they feel comfortable then continuing to kind of engage with others on the platform. So it's it's actually important, right, that we're able to help our users kind of be empowered in having whatever type of relationship they want to have. Have you seen more people flagging
1: people, especially with the video? Because, I mean, if we spin off what Patty was saying, if men basically are desperate for sex, which they usually are, is this a bad time to start a relationship? Are you seeing more flags, especially with the video chat? Or do you think your users are behaving themselves?
0: I mean, we're seeing our users are behaving themselves. Y'all, I have to tell you about the the cutest success story that I just heard about. There's this couple in LA who met for the or who connected because they couldn't meet, but they connected, matched for the first time a month ago. They exchanged a few messages. He sent her uh, delivery from, her favorite, from his favorite restaurant, like local restaurant. So then they had their first virtual date. Then a week later, he sent her a margarita like mix situation so that they could make margaritas virtually and a pack of white claws, which I am pretty sure all of us are drinking white oh. claws until we can't stop anymore oh. in this situation. But then, you know, what was so cute about it is literally two weeks later, they decided that they really needed to meet one another. And so they met, but they did it in a socially distant way, such that she was on one side of a window and he was on the other side of the window. And they like kind of communicated that way so they could physically still see each other. I just thought that was the cutest success story. I mean, I think now is when people are getting creative, right? About how... To Absolutely. kind of further their relationship. I have, I have a question, but
4: don't you feel like that just intensifies the feeling,
1: like the mystery and the adventure, and then you get together and then it's a dud. You know what I mean? Like, you can say it, Sabrina, that you're into someone, but then when you actually get
3: together, it's there's no spark but well, there might or might not be the case you don't know that i mean it can it, it has just as equal a chance of being successful because you've actually built a little bit of a connection to begin with and again the what is the reason? Is the impulse for wanting to have a partner now because you're lonely and when you come out of this you just want to date multiple people or is it that you really want to find somebody? So that's kind of an individual twist I think Sabrina.
2: But you also have to remember how women and men fall in love. So we'll take the science here. So 50% are going to go away and 50% are going to stick because women fall in love through their neurotransmitters. So if the smell is off when you get together, the taste the touch, remember the senses. The senses don't match up, you'll end it. But you know what? You probably end up with a great friend in the process. What about you know what men? I mean? Connected the, on the old, a deeper
1: level. And men are very visual, right? Men are oh, visual, absolutely. but
2: men don't have <laughs> as many senses as women do. Like we've internal radar, like this guy might be great on paper. He looks amazing, but there's something off with him. We don't know why. And of course we find out later, you know, he's a sociopath. Right. right? When they dig up but his backyard
1: is, and find bodies.
2: There you go. So there's that. So women have a little more intuition and women have to like the way a man's voice sounds, clear audience, and their smell. If those two things are off because you can't do it when you're video dancing,
1: okay, it won't work. It just won't work. You'll push, you'll force it, but it won't work in the end. Susan, you actually have an amazing situation which you share on your website with people that not only can they obviously do video calls or conference calls with you, you also have what's called the one, was it the one minute session? Oh, by the minute.
3: I, I have this app that I've, I've known, this company is in Canada, it's called Magnify. And I knew that there are a lot of fluid situations where somebody is like, they're texting back and forth and then this bit of information came in. So I allow them to talk to me by the minute because things are evolving quickly. And uh, so they can either book me for a 45 minute session for the entire day or by the minute as they need to and with some really premium clients you know there are times honestly off the books i just like whatever and i'll be texting back and forth to them say this say that are you are you coaching
1: a lot of people through this right oh now oh my
3: god i i mean if I could sit here all day, I'd be busy from nine in the morning till nine at night. I've got to take a break though. What's, I had to do some online exercise just to get away what, from what's the most people com- are nuts now.
1: What's the most common question you're getting?
3: It all boils down to bottom line, should I stay or should I go? It's always that. Is there hope? Is there not hope? Um, I don't understand what they're doing. Give me enough information that I can decode their confusing behavior to come to the, the informational pack that tells me, do I stay or do I go? That's, it's, it's always that, I think.
4: Is that with singles and with married couples? Yeah.
3: I mean, if you think of why would somebody pay somebody to talk about their relationship, it's because one person's motivated to get it right and they're having resistance on the other end. Whatever they want you to be with them and to them, you're not doing it. And so either they've been trying to express themselves or they haven't done it properly or they wonder if what they did was right or wrong or did I say this? And and then again, I've got a lot of people that I'm counseling on trying to get over their breakup, how to process an ending, and uh, find the answers that give them a resolution. Because oftentimes I find people caught in a breakup loop where they keep going back and ruminating and ruminating. They're looking for they're looking for another answer other than it's over. They want that other door. There's got to be another door. Do I go left if I'd just gone left instead of right? And then I went this way, but I should have gone that way. So oftentimes it's trying to clear people's minds and just get them focused. You know, Ultimately, what we're trying to do is get them together with themselves. They always start with, it's about them, but we know it's really about us. But first you have to attend to why they're calling and why they're working with you because they think it's about them.
1: So what do you suggest to people who are stuck in a, in a, in a house with someone and, you know, one day it's good, one day it's bad. Um, minute to minute it's good or bad. Do you think people's relationships from this potentially could get stronger? I mean, we all understand that at one point everyone's going to see a side of someone you're going to be like, I'm out of here. I'm done with this. Like you said, divorce is going to go through the roof. What about maybe bringing people closer together? That's what I'm hoping.
4: It can and and, it it can go both ways because you've
1: got Curtis isn't allowed Curtis. If even if he wanted to leave, he he couldn't and wouldn't.
4: She's talking about my husband of of 30 years. (laughs) So I just I'm just saying, you know, trying to keep hope alive. That's all. You don't need to wait.
2: How the hell are you married 30 years? You look like you're 30. Yeah, you look so I agree.
1: I agree. I
0: was like, what?
1: She was a child. Yeah, she was a child bride. (laughs)
0: Hi. So we are. It's it's. We need your skincare routine. Yeah. I uh, would say it
4: has been a challenge because we're occupying the space twenty four seven. So it's the challenge is trying to be mindful of when he needs to disconnect, be in his own space. I can't, you know, be so thin skinned if he says something, realizing he may have some anxieties going on. And, you know, I'm still trying to be the perfect little wife cooking. Meanwhile, I'm mumbling under my breath because I don't want to do dishes. But I'm trying to do these things to be very supportive. And, you know, just trying to keep it interesting because he constantly is looking at me. And unfortunately, yes, I still do sometimes get up and put a little makeup on because I don't want him to be like, wait a minute, did I see this woman at the cafeteria cooking something? <laughs> she managed to make it to my bed. Who is she? So yes, I still pull it together every now and again. You know, it, I, I always think about trying to do the things that brought us together. And because it's so easy as you can grow apart. You know, we've done that too and had to come back in. So there's a lot of different dynamics and it, it's hard. Well, it's and, really, and really hard.
1: You guys have worked very hard on your relationship you know, in the in the best really possible so. you you've both made the tr- a tremendous effort through the well. years, and that's why you're at 30 years. No one's it, no one's ever just said screw it and thrown in the towel. Okay,
4: but I want to get through the next two or 18 months like Patty. We still got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> well. You,
3: hopefully, you're not in a studio.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope you're not in a studio because my, my husband and I have been together for three years. So on the very other end of that spectrum, and I'm telling you, this is putting, we love each other dearly, but we are both also always working. And so we're kind of having to do the, like the jig and dance of who takes a conference call from the office versus who, you know, gets kicked to the, to the kitchen counter and just has to deal with that. So Sabrina, I'm thankful that you are, uh, that you are an example here for For us newlyweds, on how to kind of work through some
1: of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact
3: that Patty and I are
1: are more worried about someone not finding our dead bodies until the smell (laughs) (laughs) starts. That's like Peter Bear the other
2: day when he died in in the Hamptons, the photographer, all by himself and alone, and the body was there for three days. Yeah, freaked me out. Freaked me out. It was like he's 87, he was all by himself. He was like gorgeous back in the day, Cheryl Teague's ex husband. Yeah. He was stunning. And I was just like, that's going to be me, you know. <laughs> we were freaking out about it. I called all my friends. I go, if you don't hear from me in 24 hours, you know, then I've died, okay. <laughs>
3: Seriously. <laughs> but so, Sabrina and Preeti, you were, you're negotiating. You're constantly having a negotiation yeah. with your partner, correct?
0: Yes. And yeah. coming to
3: agreements. Yeah. And and you're being more sensitive because we're all more reactive now and, and trying to find psychic space, energetic space when you're in a confined space. So you really working? That's teamwork. Congratulations to both of you. You know,
2: I'm the bathroom baby. Yourself and Grace. Anybody that needs to decompress, go into the bathroom, put on a comedy show, laugh your ass off, get back out there. It'll all go away. I've taught this to all my clients when they're in hotel rooms and they're stuck on vacation. A lot of people got stuck um, during quarantine on vacation. A lot of my clients in hawaii yeah in fiji places that you wouldn't you wouldn't oh, imagine wow. and i would say to them go in the bathroom decompress because sometimes they don't know these people well enough to let you know all the hair hang out but i think what happens is literally is we, since there's
1: no more waxing right now exactly
2: <laughs> i mean my hair's down to my ankles but i think what happens, i think what happens is is that we get, we take for granted a lot of things. Like if you're the cooker and the cleaner and doing all the work and he's sitting on the couch because he brought yeah. home the bed and, or vice versa in a lot of homes. Yeah. Um, and you just, they get to coast. No, no, no. renegotiate to the top of the hour. How are we going to handle quarantine? Who walks the dog? Who takes the garbage out? Who does what? You know, you can't expect everything to be on one person and get blowjobs at the end of the day. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> You're not here to service someone. Oh You're my God. Bless you. The yeah. girl
4: power,
0: I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Really? I think this crew needs to check in on one another, like, you know, I don't know, on a weekly basis. Seriously. <laughs> I'm well, loving all
1: the positive energy. I you guys have all been amazing. Susan, if you could leave us with one tip for free. Uh, <laughs> oh, for free. Absolutely. On what would be your biggest piece of advice? In a relationship right now, but two part question, I'm going to get my money's worth. One, if you're living with someone and one, if you are just starting a relationship over, let's say an app like uh, Bumble.
3: Okay, if you're living with someone. I'll yes. probably forget the second one. That's I hope okay. you remember, I remember it. Um, so if you're living with someone, do exactly what Sabrina and Preeti have done, negotiate, work in partnership. Remember, you're co-creating. This is your partner and remember everybody's ouchy, everybody's tired, everybody's just overwhelmed. We've got exhaustion, you know. We've got quarantine fatigue. So you know be very mindful don't make any rash decisions about what things mean at this point in time because we're not stabilized and grounded enough to do so and then the second question is somebody new is that what is that what the question was the
1: second question is if you're now just sort of video
3: dating reach out so i have three r's keep a routine reach out and remember it's not going to be forever it's not great piece of advice
1: well, I can't thank all of you enough. Um, keep all this going. Let's definitely all check in with each other. Send me your stories. Uh, you guys, our listeners, everybody, uh, like I said, we're just launching Love Quarantine Style, which is just going to be a place kind of like this to, to laugh and tell hopefully positive and or funny stories about dating in this, in this crazy environment we're in. Patty. You check in on, on me, I'll check in on you to make sure our bodies okay, don't done. rot.
2: Hold. All <laughs> you guys, all you guys. And keep it up, Bumble, you're doing a good job. Yes. Give my love to Whitney.
1: And, you know, I, if I, can I give one piece of advice hey, to people hey, that are hey. single right now? Wait, wait, and then, and, and also that you've got your new, your new series starting. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, um, April 25th, second, second movie on Hallmark, Matchmaker Mysteries, Danica McKellar. Uh, Victor Webster. Danica plays a mini me. She solves oh. costumes, like murder. She wrote met oh, the millionaire, made a baby. Um, it's Saturday night, but you can also uh, you know download it on the on the download side of it, and it's it's going live Saturday night nine o'clock on Hallmark on the regular channel. So that's also really great. But I want to give one piece of advice for the people that are single because I was thinking when you gave Susan that. Get out of your comfort zone. Stop picking the same type of person over and over again, expecting the same result. That's the definition of insanity. I'm going to give you an example. Who knew that Andrew Cuomo would be the sexy star of the quarantine? I have such a crush on him. <laughs> I, I love men that get shit done. He, is, he becomes fine. He's 62 years old. He's becoming a fine wine overnight. And you know, I would never normally pick that person in a bar. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But now that I got to know him and hear his, you know, his family, Chris, the whole thing, what a great family. What a great man. Uh, He's 62 and single. I'm sure there's a lot of 62-year-olds, and we have a lot of ageism going on in L.A. that's got to stop. The older we get, the better we get. Okay? Get out of your comfort zone.
1: Well, in that case, uh, you have all been amazing. Please, I want to revisit this topic the longer we're here and Sabrina, any final thoughts?
4: You women have all been a pleasure. Oh my God. It, this just truly makes my day. Me truly, too. Truly. Patty, your family.
0: This is so oh, wonderful.
4: All, all you guys. you. Yeah. And we have newcomers into our world. So
1: it's very exciting for me. Ladies, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Okay, thank you, bye everyone. Bye-bye. Bye Bye-bye.